Hey everybody, it's Kelly Cooper and welcome to episode 188 of the Life Made to Order podcast. The Law of Attraction and the key to making peace with what is. Making peace with what is has been probably the biggest focus of my own spiritual journey as of late, especially within the last year or so. Certain things happening in my life that have been very challenging. And when you think about it, our inability to do this is probably the root cause of all of our emotional suffering when you think about it, right? Because think about everything that happens, there's no inherent meaning to it. There's no required set of emotional responses, right? Our mind is, is there's some sort of filter set up in our mind based on our beliefs and, and how we view things or whatever. And something happens and it goes through this filter. There's a narrative, there's a story conclusions are drawn, decisions are made, and then the emotional response follows, right? So anything we're feeling badly about, it's at the root. Again, in some way, we're resisting what happened. We're making some kind of judgment about it. That's like, I don't like this. I don't want to deal with this because it feels bad. This thing happened and it means this bad thing will probably happen. Or this is not okay. This thing shouldn't be happening. I would... Something we want to happen doesn't happen, right? And again, there's a narrative about that where our mind's telling a story about that and it usually means something bad and it's not going to be good for us. So again, right, we're resisting resisting what is and not accepting the moment. Again, when you think about it, if we pare down all of our negative feelings we're having about different things, it really will come down to like, I'm just not okay with it. My mind's viewing this in a way where the situation's not okay it's causing bad feelings. I don't like bad feelings. I don't want to deal with it. And essentially, right, one of the reasons we struggle with a lot of stuff, especially our, our current situation, our little, you know, what uh, situation going on. I don't like to name it. It's very charged. This idea that um, anything that feels bad just shouldn't happen. Something that's happening that's upsetting where people are suffering in some way, right? Something must have gone wrong. This shouldn't be happening. And again, the root of the pain is thinking like we're resisting what is. We're having a judgment about it. There's a, a negative feelings are being stirred up that we don't want to deal with. So we can't accept what is in the moment. So trying to accept what is in the moment, the key to making peace with what is, is allowing yourself all the moments when you're not at peace with it. And people are probably thinking, oh, this one always talking about dealing with our feelings. So annoying. I don't want to do that. I want to find a way to fix things so I can avoid doing that. Because if I can fix the outside somehow or control things or make them more to my liking or find a way to manipulate circumstances so I don't have to deal with any potential unwanted outcomes that might result from my current challenge, then I won't have to, then everything will be okay. And then the feelings will go away, right? That's why we're so obsessed with tools and techniques. And we, we make personal growth such an action oriented process because we hope that we'll find some, some hack or some fix, right? That will just make everything better. We'll find a way to get what we want. We'll find a way to cultivate enough positive emotion that the negative emotion just kind of fades away. And then, right, we don't have to deal with it. But this is the reality of our human nature, right? We have the, we have this mind that judges things in certain ways. It creates these, again, these narratives, stories, responses, like decisions, conclusions, and right. And a lot of it, it usually feels bad, right? Then we feel bad and then we can't accept the situation as it is because we don't like how it feels. And we learn all these perspectives that would help us feel better. 
that would help us make peace with what is. But when we have the negative emotion clogging everything up, we can't get into the energy of those perspectives as fully as we as is possible. That's why dealing with the feelings and allowing yourself the moments when you're not at peace with what is, that's why that's crucial to, to getting into that space more frequently. Um, because again, the emotion clouds everything. It, it's like a like if you, it's raining, right, and uh, you're driving, and I don't know if this is a great analogy or not, but just kind of popped into my head. You're driving, and it's raining, right, and the rain is there, and you everything's distorted. You can't see clearly, right? Then you put on the windshield wipers, the rain goes away, and you can see more clearly, right? It's kind of like, again, I don't know if that's a great analogy, but you kind of get what I'm saying, though, right? It's like the our negative emotions distort everything because they're very powerful. They're very charged. They usually have a lot of momentum behind them because unless you're someone that's been doing this work very deeply, like your whole life and you, you grew up around people that were really into all of this stuff and they, they taught you these perspectives and imprinted this energy on you from a very young age when you were very susceptible to your outside influences, especially you probably have a lot of shitty programming. You have a lot of emotions that are really built up and that have a lot of energy behind them. And when all of that's going and going again, we, we, it distorts everything. We, we can't see clearly that energy. It, it makes us, uh, so what happens is right. The stronger the energy is, the more anchored we remain to the perspectives that created it. Cause again, right. The feelings don't come out of nowhere. Something is happening in our mind. There's a narrative, there's something going on and we're viewing things in a way and it's creating an emotional response. When the feelings are there, it keeps us anchored to the perspectives that created them. When those feelings are there, these new perspectives we're trying to embrace, these new energies we're trying to cultivate more strongly, it becomes very difficult. It's like it's a, this like cross current that's interfering with everything. So when you free yourself of the energy, you let yourself feel the feelings. You sit with the anxiety. You don't try to force it to go away. You just let yourself feel it, let it run its course. You let out the anger. You cry. For most of us, it's usually crying because at the root of all our feelings, anger, and all these things, there's usually at the root, there's some kind of sadness or other feelings that, right? It's tears. That's how the emotion gets released. So you let yourself have those moments and then you can see clearly again. And I'm sure a lot of you have experienced this in many ways. Like think about a time when you had a very, something happened and you just went right into like reaction mode. There was no thought. There was no thought of responding or thinking about what's happening, gathering your, nothing of that, right? There was just some automatic response. You got super angry, hysterical. You panicked, you start freaking or whatever it is, right? And then you just, in that moment, right? You can't see anything clearly. All of those perspectives that would help you deal with the city, right? They're just not even in your consciousness. They're like so far away in that moment. Then you calm down. And you kind of, right, you had that little release, you kind of let the feelings out. And then like, there was a bit of a calm and then, right, you could see things more clearly. You could gather your thoughts. You could actually see what was happening as it was instead of this distorted view that your mind had that you went right into immediately. So this idea of feeling your feelings as a means of like energetic transformation, feeling better overall, changing your energy, we see, we see countless examples of this in our life, but because especially with growth oriented people, especially when you're really interested in uh, working on your energy as a means of transforming your outside circumstances, all of these, uh, we get so like tunnel vision, so like locked and loaded into like trying to just get stuff we want. Like we just, we kind of forget these most basic things that we already know. We make every, when we make everything we do a means to an end just to get stuff right. It's like, again, everything just gets distorted and 
and fucked up and we get confused and we're anxious because we're trying to control everything. And then again, this very simple idea is like, oh yeah, like I get it. I've seen this happen in my life a million times. I get the value of doing this. I see how that works. So that's why the key to making peace with what is, if you're dealing with a challenging situation, is letting yourself, again, have those moments when you're not at peace with it. Because unless you're some enlightened being, no matter how gracefully you're handling a challenging situation in your life, if you're just, quote unquote, your average, you know, average Joe, average bear human, you're probably going to have moments where things are going to get to you. Again, with, with, with what's happening with this situation, there's a lot of things happening in people's lives that are very hard to accept right now as is. Very hard. And as a growth-oriented person, you have an amazing opportunity to do work on a deeper level because this is bringing up some really deep shit for people. You have people that are out of jobs. A restaurant owner, his restaurant is closed. He's like, I don't even know if I'm going to survive this. What's going to happen to my business? You're somebody that you're some kind of worker where you're the type of business is shut down. You're not working at all. Or your business, maybe you have a business still, but your income suffering a lot because people's and people are having economic issues and maybe your service or product has a, they're not as buying it as much anymore. So, and all of these, all of this uncertainty of when that's going to change, what's going to happen and all that fear about money that triggers that deep primal shit, right? That's really uncomfortable. And to accept what is, your mind is like, I can't accept what is. This is terrible. I don't have money. I'm going to go broke. What if my business fails and I can't recover from, right? And again, it's an opportunity. Those are very, again, no matter how much you understand intellectually about all of these spiritual perspectives and, and reality creation and energy and the universe, all of this stuff, right? One of the things you start to see in work like this is you start to see the big disconnect between intellectual understanding and acceptance and what's actually happening on an emotional level, how you actually feel. And again, there can be a big gap between that and exploring that gap and letting yourself feel the feeling so you could start to close it is going to be very crucial. So again, like that, another thing happening, and I haven't shared much about, I haven't talked about this at all, really. Um, Even in my personal life, I only told like one person that it was happening, but my mother was diagnosed with cancer last May. And I was, and for a lot of you, if you don't know, my husband and I, our businesses are right location independent. We, We travel a lot. We spend a lot of time out of the country. And I've been home now for almost a year. We came home early when all of this happened, you know, to help her take her appointments and support, emotional support, all this stuff, right? And knowing what I know about energy and energy medicine and, and the subtle energy of healing the body and, and chakras and meridians and all that stuff, right? And, and this idea of like men, your mentality, your mindset and all these different things, right? I was hoping that like she would become this person that would embrace all of this. And not that I tried to force it all on her, like make her do these things, but I would talk to her about this stuff a lot. And I'd want her knowing the potential she has to heal and knowing all this stuff I know. I'm like, oh my God, there's so much you could be doing right now. It doesn't matter what they say about a prognosis. It doesn't matter whether the medications work or not. None of it matters, right? Because that's not the root of healing. But I had to accept that. And she was open to it somewhat. She would do certain things, right? But essentially... I had this vision of hoping she would become like just like the kind of person I was that's like into all that shit and really like taking charge of her health and taking charge of her energy and dealing with her emotional pain and all of these things, right? And it just wasn't going to happen. And I had to make peace with the fact that all of these things I thought she should be doing, she wasn't going to do. And at the root, why did I want her to do all these things? Because the thought of her dying, I could not accept that. 
I don't want to deal with death. That's painful when people close to us die, right? It's the hardest thing we go through as an, as humans, right? The death of people we love, right? It's this ultimate ending, this ultimate change. We have a lot of hard times with endings and changes and right, it's the ultimate one. So I had to make peace with the fact that she probably wasn't going to do all of these things. I had to make peace with, she's going to have her journey. She is who she is and whatever's going to happen is going to happen. And feeling that pain of like, knowing, you know, none of us live forever. Right. So I know no matter what happens, she'll die eventually. But with this situation, it might come sooner than I might've anticipated. I had to deal. I have to, when I, that comes up, I have to deal with all that pain. She had to go into the hospital yesterday. She was having certain symptoms where I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if this is a bump in the road or it could be the beginning of the end of it. I, I don't know. But with the virus stuff, I can't visit her. I can't see her. I can't spend time with her. All I could do is call the hospital every once in a while for an update. I can be in touch with her, right? She has her phone, but if she's not feeling well, that's very upsetting to me thinking she's there alone. And if possibly she could die, she'll die alone. I can't have a funeral, a normal funeral for her, right? These are very, you know, this again, accepting it's very upsetting. And, and at the root of it, it, the mind is like, this shouldn't be happening, you shouldn't, people are in the hospital sick and dying and, and you can't even visit them and people are dying alone and you can't give people proper goodbyes and proper funerals. This is wrong. This shouldn't, right? And again, there's that fighting against what is. And especially a situation like this, right? A lot of people are going through some really painful stuff. People are losing relatives of any and by all sorts of reasons, not just the, the illness, can't have proper goodbyes. You can't be with people in the hospital when they're sick. You can't visit them. The, the fi people's finances, really their lives are like, oh my God, my life isn't like, this is like my business. I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, people, all of these things, right? It's a lot of people, um, generally, if you're, especially if you're someone prone to anxiety, I mean, you're this, a situation like this is probably triggering you in countless ways. And, and you're really struggling with your mental health right now. Like, for, and it's, and it's, it's, a result of a situation, right? That we, oh my God, this can't be, we, it's very hard to accept what is right now for a lot of us. It's very painful. Again, I, I, I don't know what's going to happen with my mother, but it's, she could come through this and, and come home and be okay. Or, you know, there's a, a her dying is a real possibility and I, I don't know what's going to happen. And that's another thing too, what we have to learn to accept is, and the feelings that come along with it, accepting that we don't know what will be tomorrow or next week or in the future. We want all these answers, right? So what's happening with this global situation, right? All any, any situation in our life where there's any type of uncertainty, we can't, it's very hard to, we're like, Oh, I, I just need to know. I need to know it's going to be okay. I need to know this thing I'm doing is going to work or this or whatever it is. Right. And that's another thing too, right? When you, uh, people, especially people like illnesses and stuff, when people are more seriously ill and you know that at some point, there's a good chance that they will die of this illness probably sooner than later. And that, that stress and that uncertainty of like not knowing and the, the stress of test results. And what does this test say? Is this treatment working or what's going to happen or the, this symptom? Oh my God, what does this mean? Is this bad? Is it not a big deal? What's, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? And that's another thing too, with the, the journey with my mother is I had to learn to make peace with a lot of that anxiety because anxiety as a lot of you probably know in a situation like that. That's really one of, that's probably the most primary emotion, at least in my experience. And I already lost my father as well about 12 years ago. So this is another hard thing for me to accept is, is this idea of losing both my parents 
was always like something that was like, oh my God, I can't imagine, like, it's terrible, but right, everyone dies someday, so you know what's going to happen. Most people will probably live to see both parents die. And I'm facing that potential reality right now uh, at an age where I wouldn't have thought that would have happened. I'm not, you know, a teenager, I'm not super young, but I'm I'm not an age really where I would have thought like I would have lost both parents by now, right? But that's another thing, accepting what is accepting death. I mean, especially what's happening now, this global, you know, the, you know, the illness, people dying, right? We all die. And this is how some people die, right? And because of the circumstances of it, certain ways people die, right, can be more upsetting than other ways. The person that dies in their sleep at 102 is like, it's, you know, we're not like, oh my God, what a tragedy. It's like, wow, lucky bastard, right? Lived a good life. When people die in a situation like this, right, it's particularly upsetting, but it doesn't change the fact that it's still a natural, what's happening is natural in the sense that People are getting an illness and dying. That's how most of us die. It's not like getting an illness is like some new way that we die or uh, we're, uh, we're up until this point where we're immortal and then like you're not supposed to die. And then if you die, something has gone terribly wrong because it's not supposed to happen, right? So a situation like this, again, it's a real opportunity for growth-oriented people to really you can really like if you're up for the task and I imagine you are especially people that are drawn to my work because I do talk a lot about dealing with your feelings and that deeper you know because that's at, at the root that's what we're after we want that peace we want that serenity we want to live with more grace we want to face the challenges in our life with greater ease and we don't want to suffer at the hands of our mind the way our mind views things if we stay locked in that mode right you see you, you're a human with a mind it's a lot of suffering and we as a growth oriented person learning all of these new perspectives you learn it doesn't have to be that way so again especially with what's happening now there's a lot of people dealing with a lot of very difficult situations that are really, really hard to accept. That's how it is. It's really upsetting to me to think my mom could die in a room alone and I can't say goodbye to her, that I can't give her a funeral. Someone else, and a lot that's happening with a lot of people. Again, not just with the illness, but people are dying every day of all sorts of things. That's a situation that's happening to a lot of people right now. It's very upsetting. The psychologically, I think that a lot of people, there's going to be a lot of damage from that. And again, as a growth-oriented person, if you're not enlightened, like I'm not, most people aren't, you know, these emotions are going to come up. You're going to feel certain ways that are going to be very unpleasant and let yourself be with it. I know it's painful. A lot of these things are to face again, especially the example, right? The idea of a loved one, you're not being there to comfort them or not having a proper goodbye, right? That's extremely painful, Worrying about your finances, worrying your business is going to go into ruin because it's, it, you can't operate it for God knows how long. It's your life's work or whatever it is, right? That's very, very scary. If you're struggling financially right now, that again, that triggers a lot of very deep stuff. And again, as a growth-oriented person, you have a real opportunity to look at these situations in a different way. You have a real opportunity to not do the usual thing, which is our mind constantly, constantly fighting against what is. Our mind can find a problem, no matter any, it can turn anything into a problem, anything that's really emotionally charged. Your mind is like, oh, this feels bad. This is bad. We, this is unacceptable. No, this is terrible. And we have to sit here and fight against it. Think it's not fair. It's tragic. It's this, it's that. And this shouldn't be happening. But guess what? It is happening. So if something's happening in the moment, fighting against it is just it's futile because it's already happened. You can't make it unhappen. And again, you have an opportunity to look at things a bit differently. And 
so, but again, the key to, to that, the key to making peace with what is the key to really embracing in a real way, any of these perspectives that make us feel better and make our life much easier to deal with and, and reduce our suffering. It, you know, the key to really embracing them is, you know, embracing the negative emotions that keep us out of that space, embracing and letting ourselves feel those feelings that keep us tethered to the perspectives that created them. Because what happens when we do that, right? It kind of like this vicious little cycle. The feelings are there. It makes you lock on more. It makes you lock on even harder to these perspectives. And since the perspectives are creating the feelings and now the feelings are getting supercharged up. Right. And again, it just keeps going round and round. And we just it's just a, a giant, you know, circle of suffering. Right. So a lot of this work, too, again, is. It comes down to conscious choice, guys, right? We, Because we can ultimately do whatever we want to do. Your mind will find a million reasons to justify your negative feelings, to justify your resistance to what is, to justify the fight, the misery, the suffering, and the clinging to perspectives. And another thing, too, you have to watch out with with your mind, and you've probably seen this happen before, is not only when your mind is presented with these alternative perspectives that challenge it and challenge its grip over you and challenge all of that, not only does your mind reject these perspectives it wants to dig in even more deeply to the negative ones and even get you even deeper into them by trying to get you to think even more why you're justified in feeling that way and acting that way it, it right it's not just the rejection of the other perspective it's like oh and it, right, it's going to want to give all the reasons why you should feel that way and, and make you fight even more for it and bring you even deeper into it and the thing with growth-oriented people is you're now aware of all of these perspectives, aware of all these ways of looking at things that for the average person, it's kind of foreign. It's stuff that they might just outright reject. They'll hear and like, oh, that's nonsense. Life is suck. Life is suffering and all that. That's all a bunch of bullshit. Or they don't even, these perspectives will never even really enter their consciousness in any real way. And when you start learning all of this stuff and you get in tune with what's happening inside and you kind of resist doing anything about it because you don't want to feel these feelings. You don't want to feel the, this grief, this this pain, all these different emotions. You can do it. But generally, people like us, if you would knowing all that and then you don't do the most important part of this work, which is dealing with the feelings, you're going to suffer more than the person that's doesn't is not aware of any of this because they're in their suffering they're in those negative frames of mind they're very comfortable there and they just think that's how it is so there's a sense of resignation to the negativity it's like well actually life sucks and you know no one's really that happy and whatever right and they're stuck in that that misery and they feel those feelings but there's no the context is very different there's no trying to purge or trying to embrace something new it's just feeling bad and life sucks and that's it right but when you know all these things, you know there's another way. You know that there's a way to look at this that would ease your suffering, would make it easier to deal with these challenges, would make it easier to deal with situations that you don't like and that don't feel good. And then you decide, yeah, I'm not going to do any of that because I don't really want to deal with my feelings because it's uh, it's upsetting. And I don't like that. I don't want to feel those feelings. I just want to keep trying to like do stuff that will hopefully make me feel better or try to like control or manipulate circumstances. So like then I won't be upset anymore. That's what the mind, that's how the mind wants to deal with your negativity. Let's just try to fix the outside. There'll be a tension there. You're more aware of these feelings. You're more aware of like the nuances of them and why you feel the way you feel, why you feel bad. 
you're getting right deeper at the root. So again, if you if we decide to not really go all in on that aspect of the work, which is the most important part of it, again, there's a there's a suffering there. And that's why a lot of people with LOA, that's why a lot of people, you know, they talk about I've heard this people say this to me countless times, clients and emails, comments, people I talk to it like in real life. You know, because what happens is you get on this journey, you keep, and you're trying to change the outside. We have all this attachment, all this pain we're trying to fix, and we start activating all of this stuff inside. We start developing all of this awareness, but then we don't want to deal with any of it. But now it's more on the surface. It's more acute. It's more, it's stronger, right? And we feel it more. But then we're just like, no, I don't really want to deal with that. Let me just try to keep uh, saying affirmation. Let me buy a new program to, uh, maybe this will be the thing that will fix my money vibe or I'll lose the weight. I'll get the boyfriend. I'll get the new job job or whatever it is right and then there's all this stuff coming up to the surface and we're just like no thank you let's keep trying to just keep changing the outside because that's again that's the mind's mo that's how the mind operates it's like let's not let's not heal or try to be happy let's just try to minimize the pain and now you're more aware of this pain that you've been trying to minimize all this time and again someone like people like us that are into all this stuff but then you're not really embracing all of that there's a sense of suffering there there's a, a sort of attention that someone that's not into all of this stuff and doesn't have this greater awareness of these other perspectives they're not gonna feel so a lot of people the only way you'll be quote unquote worse off after getting into a journey like this is and I say quote unquote because it's actually not possible you can never be worse off knowing all these things it can only be good for you but if you try to keep doing things your mind's way and you keep trying to avoid the feelings then yeah, you'll you'll be one of those people that'll say that you got worse off once you started studying LOA or once you got into spirituality or personal growth or, or whatever, right? And again, it's only that way and that's not inherently a bad thing. It can only be a good thing to do this work. It can only benefit you. But if we don't do that very important part of engaging our negative feelings that we are judging as well, I shouldn't feel this way based on what I know. It doesn't matter what you know, right? It only matters what we feel. I don't want to deal with these feelings. I'd rather just keep trying to fix the outside. That's kind of how I've been operating this whole time. I kind of want to stick with that. And you see, right, fixing the outside is not the answer. When you see that the inside is what influences the outside, you see not dealing with any of that stuff, it'll be very hard for the outside to change, at least in any real meaningful, consistent way. You might get some pop here and there if you manage to, you know, get a, a particularly inspiring uh, in uh, manifestation or someone says something that makes you feel good or whatever. That's right. It's, temp it's usually temporary. So, yeah. The key to making peace with what is, is allowing yourself all those moments when you're not at peace with it. You have to purge that energy because that's energy. It, it keeps us stuck in the old ways of thinking. It makes it harder to embrace these new perspectives. The mind puts up a bigger fight and it, the, the energy feeds the perspective and then the perspective uh, intensifies the emotion, right? Because that's where the emotion is, is originating, right? From how we're looking at things, not what's actually happening. Um a situation, especially like our current event, uh, just be on the lookout for your mind not wanting to do this sort of work because your mind thinks unless you're sitting there wringing your hands and feeling so terrible about what's happening and all the people losing their lives and all of these ways people are suffering, um, you don't care or you're not acknowledging the seriousness of it or you're not acknowledging all these upsetting things that people are going through. And that's not what it means at all. All it means is that you're trying to view things through the filter of God, spirit, whatever term you like to use. Um, and that's always a good thing. 
that's the kind of energy you want to be putting out into the collective. Not, oh my God, this is terrible and the world's going to shit. Another thing too about this situation is I think one of the things we have a hard time with dealing with is just because a bad thing happened that's never happened before, we think somehow it means things are getting worse or, or you know what I mean? And that's not really the case. It's just collectively this sort of manifestation is, is not a big surprise to me, the energy collectively, especially the energy of the U.S. and how it's kind of hitting us the worst. That also doesn't surprise me, really. And I think that, like, on an individual level, collectively, negative manifestations pose um, great opportunities for positive change. And I so it, to me, it's it's the same thing. And obviously, it's harder to see those perspectives on these global events, these more collective manifestations, because they tend to be more intense and scary things like illnesses and like, you know, spreading to a lot of people or like the environmental events or whatever. But yeah, so yeah, that's it, guys. I hope you enjoyed this. And you know, whatever's happening right now, I know people, a lot of us different things with like, you know, these different examples. A lot of people, you're dealing with some heavy shit right now and that you don't feel great about it is very understandable. It's very normal. Don't beat yourself up for it. Don't try to deny the feelings. Don't keep doing this work from the level of your mind where you think just because you intellectually understand something, like that's all that needs to be done. You need to check in with what's happening emotionally because like many of you have seen, there's often something very different happening there. What you accept in your mind, you don't accept in your heart. What you know is true in your mind, you're not quite sure in your heart if you feel it to be true. Something that you, you how, how you should feel about something or how you should be handling something uh, emotionally, right? It, it, again, it's, it's very different. And this work is done on the level of emotion. Personal growth is not a journey of the mind. It's not a journey of the intellect, right? It's a journey of, of the, the, the heart, spirit, whatever you want to call it, right? So to, for us to keep trying to do this work without going to that place, we see how it seems kind of silly, but that's kind of what we're doing because we don't really want to deal with what's happening there. We just hope we can change the outside enough, find some tool techniques, some kind of daily ritual that'll keep us everything uh, going and humming along nicely. And then all that stuff will just fade away. And it doesn't mean that you don't have um, your feelings can't transform in that way. You'll certainly experience that. But generally speaking, uh, the negative emotion, it has to kind of be embraced and felt and, and dealt with in that way. And it's not something that will go away as like kind of this passive indirect sort of way though of course that does happen but for the deep stuff that's probably not going to happen you're going to have to actually let yourself cry and feel the anger and the fear and the anxiety and just be honest about how you're feeling don't pretend you feel a way that you don't don't pretend you believe something in your heart you don't believe again don't don't um don't limit this work to the realm of the intellect and the mind it's it's not for that part of you that part of you doesn't understand any of this that part of you is going to reject almost every perspective that is beneficial to you and again you have a mind you see how it works and not only is it going to reject it it's going to find a way to get you to dig even harder dig your heels and even harder on the perspectives that are causing you so much pain and again it's going to have a lot of very compelling reasons to that you should feel that way and again, a lot of this work, it ultimately comes down to conscious choice. Do I choose to believe all these things that these really wise spiritual masters that have spent their whole life going within and meditating and, and having all these insights versus my ego mind that is like so fucked up and dysfunctional? Why it's that way, I don't really know, but it clearly is. Again, it, it's a conscious choice. So that's really what it comes down to, right? Accepting what is, that's a choice. 
whether or not you're going to deal with your feelings, that's a choice. Is something being uncomfortable or like unpleasant or hard, it's a reason to not do something to the mind, but it's in, in, it's a that let your mind, your thinks that's a great reason. Well, it's too hard to do that. It's uncomfortable. It's like, yeah, that's true, but it's not an actual reason not to do it. So again, again, it's always, it's all, all this work in one way or another, it's going to, uh, come down to some kind of choice we have to make about what direction we're going to go, what perspectives we're going to embrace, the type of people we're going to listen to, the types of, you know. So yeah, that's it, guys. I hope you found this helpful and everyone's staying well physically, mentally, emotionally. Make sure you're uh, you're tending to your self-care in, in whatever ways work for you and resonate with you most. Uh, it's easy to abandon it in times of uh, upended routines and, um, you know, heightened anxiety. And obviously this situation has brought like both of these things. So it's very easy for that to happen. And, uh, but, you know, just kind of try to work through it and, and keep taking care of yourselves. And yeah, want to make peace with what is in any situation in life, personal, professional, like global, whatever it is got to let yourself have those moments when you're not at peace with it and then you can get back on track. That's basically what it comes down to. So yeah, that's it. Have a great day or night. For more content, products, and information about my coaching, head on over to livelifemadetoorder.com. Bye-bye.